Hello and welcome to episode 108 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. Hola, bienvenidos. We have part two of the magnificent, earth-shaking, titanic Dogs of Doom release of uh, Bloomington 1975, January 18th, 1975, the show, the tour opener. Previously unheard, except for a little, a few uh, soundboard snippets last year. Hopefully this will shake the tree and get the rest of that tape released. And already, I believe, I've seen one Matrix recording of this show with uh, Kashmir and... Uh, the parts that have already been released to the soundboard already layered over it. Um, I haven't grabbed it yet because I figure I'm going to be consistent and stick with the audience tape. However, when it comes out, if it's amazing, I will revisit it. Okay? All right? All right. What a week. What a fucking week, ladies and gentlemen. Whew. I hope I don't have a week like this anytime soon. It happens. It happens. There's good times and bad times. In fact, I think uh, there's a song about that by Zeppelin regarding uh, both good times and bad times. Uh, I think it's called The Rover. Um, <laughs> so let's jump in, shall we? Because so, you don't want to hear me bitch about my week. Because you had a week too. And you're not bitching to me, are you? Well, if you are, I can't hear you. Because I'm here in my ivory tower. All right, friendos, last week we heard the good bits. I mean, it's it's there's a lot of good bits, but we heard the amazing bits. We heard that awesome levy with that cool slide workout at the end. Man, that was amazing. We heard Wanton Song and Trampled Under Foot, 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 Foot. And all of these are being heard by these folks in the audience for the first time. And the songs, the ones off of Graffiti, are the first one, first time people are hearing this is right here at this show. Physical Graffiti isn't out yet. I don't even think it's been... I don't, I don't even think songs had been released yet to the radios, stations. I don't think they had. So the first time they're hearing Trampled Underfoot is the first time in their life they've ever heard Trampled Underfoot. Crazy, crazy shit. So let's jump in and finish off this monstrously awesome show. Thank you to Dogs of Doom. And um, there is a link to joining the Discord, Dogs of Doom Discord. It's at the Heart of Markness Facebook group. We can get on there. It's, it's open at the moment. Um, lots of folks. Well, not lots of folks, just a couple, but a few folks just don't get it like I do. I mean, that's the thing. I don't understand Discord because I don't use it. But Discord is a is a server chat. It's a combination forum chat room. Basically, it's a chat room. Actually, it's a chat room where you just go in and 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 talk shit or talk whatever. And um, you can make your own. You can have a million different ones. You can, there are they're everywhere now. Everybody has a Discord server. Streamers have Discord servers. Many websites have Discord servers. It's 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 just what's done apparently. It's just uh, outside of our uh, or my generational comfort zone. I got used to it, but I mean I I still am generally a lurker. 
because I, I don't have it open to just jump in and out. I mean, I'll lurk and I'll jump in and see, see what's going on, you know, add a little something here and there. And, uh, but it's not where I hang out because it's not my natural way of communicating. Just that super quick communicating with emojis and the emojis are, you know, little, little emojis made out of uh, Zeppelin photos. So there's a million Jimmy faces and a million Robert faces and Bonzo and Jonesy, etc. And, uh, it's really cool. So if you want, I, I, I invite you to check it out because you don't you don't have to participate. You can totally just chill, look at the various rooms. What what I call rooms or what could be different forums are called um, servers. And I think if you hang out there, it'll eventually. I mean, it'll make sense. First of all, there aren't really assholes there, and I don't think they're going to tolerate that. You know, if you want to be an asshole on a Led Zeppelin site, you have other choices out there, but, um, it's worth looking into because that's, this is, that's where the, uh, that's where the rubber meets the road. These guys, they scour the world and they find these tapes and they find these videos and they're always dropping new stuff. Led Zepp film. He's going to college too. He's a college student. And he's doing all these, finding these great releases. And he's still doing his video projects. And Dogs of the Doom are still, slowly, working on all their projects that they have that are follow-ups to uh, Badge Holders Blues. So it's a, it's a, it's a remarkable place. And um, there's a lot of resources there. First of all, there's people who can easily and helpfully answer questions with like, hey... Did Led Zeppelin, did they ever play Gallows Pole live? And they'll drop in and go Copenhagen and some other place. I can't remember at the moment. Um, what's the best version of blank and things like that? Or you could just jump in and talk about, there's a lot of discussions of people listening to, you know, a version of Days and Confused and then listening to the next night and deciding what's better and talking. It, it's, it's in-depth stuff and it's really cool. And there's some really funny stuff and there's, it's a nice place to visit. And if you don't feel comfortable talking, you don't have to talk, but I do, I do think it's worth it. If you're a fan and a collector to jump in there, cause this is where all the shit's happening. And if you go in there and you see something that you're like, oh yeah, you can pipe up and say, oh yeah, I like that too. Or, oh, I think it was this. And it's always good to expand your horizons, you know? And if you don't know how to use Discord, if you look on my Facebook group, the Heart of Markness Facebook page, on the, the post about the Discord, my lovely daughter, who's a teenager and understands Discord natively, dropped a couple of links on learning Discord. How's it work? What do you do? What are the mechanics? What's the whole culture? And, you know, at first I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, God. But then I realized, no, it's really important because... In this, I'm an old man, and I don't want to be an old man yet because I'm I'm 53, which is old in one hand, but it's not 80. So fuck it. Let's learn, shall we? Get out of our comfort zone. And that's the thing I say with, with BitTorrent and all that stuff that you may be hesitant about. Learn it. It's not, it's not difficult. It's just something you haven't done before. And um, 
you'll feel good if you can if you can master another another uh, tech thing, another mode of communication, and it you know it keeps you plugged into the community. At least that's what I tell myself. But all right, that was long and rambling and disjointed. But that's okay. You know how it is. It is four o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. I got out of work a little early. And I wanted to get this knocked out of the park because I just ate a chunk of a delicious piece of fudge that is also infused with cannabis. So, um, time is of the essence. (laughs) It won't be bad, but I'm sure I'll get silly before the end of this episode. So let's jump in, shall we? We're going to go with Sick Again, a song that I do not care for, but I have to admit, live, it has grown on me a great deal, and when it's good, it's really good. You don't like it, Mark? But it's, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just never, it just never, it just never spoke to me. That's all. You know what has also hasn't? Misty Mountain Hop. I like the drums. I really like the drums. And the basic... You know, boom, bop, boom, bop, bop. I can play on the drums, you know. So if we're playing four bars of Misty Mountain Hop, I can sound like I'm a mediocre drummer until we get into some of the interesting shit. But uh, I am scattered today. I'm sorry, guys. So let's jump into it because this has not been premiere content. And I've wasted 10 minutes of your time, which is enough. I am satisfied. Sick again. January 18th, 1975, the third, second song of the night after rock and roll. And uh, January 18th, 1975, brand new tape, Bloomington, tour opener, first night of the tour. And let's not forget, Jimmy has a broken finger. His ring finger, tip of his ring finger on his left hand, which is at least when I play my most important finger is broken, so he has to modify his playing style. So he may sound a little bit different here and there, but it's not like, oh, he's so wasted. He might have been. It was 75, but it's also, uh, it's it's night one with a broken finger, and more power to him, man, for sticking it out. All right, sick again. Here we go. See you in a few. Boom. Thank you. 
performance not the best fidelity usually the first couple of songs don't sound so great as the as the taper gets their their shit situated and gets positioned etc there's a lot there it was a good performance and and you could hear it it was good and what i love about it is because it is from such a low generation or a master i don't even remember let me take a look here I think maybe this it's got to be from the master. Master recording, not the master is in. Do you heed the master's call? Uh, yeah, it's from the master. Because it's from the master, you can hear the cymbals and the hi-hats in there in the background. And they could be coaxed out with some judicious and light-handed remastering. I am not the person to do that. Most of all, because I don't really have the setup for it. I haven't really done it much before. And I'm an old man who's listened to loud music and played loud music his whole life. And I have lost a decent amount of high end, at least on my right ear. Thank you, Aerosmith. Um, So what I would make would probably sound like a tinny, shrill mess. Which is how some of the younger generation describe the remasters that we boomers, not, not, well, we're Gen Xers, but, you know, we older folks love because what sounds great to us may sound a bit sharp and bright to someone whose ears aren't carefully weathered any who let's move ahead sick again what i love about sick again is first of all it's the band has to be very very tight which i like but the quick little hi-hat open hi-hat 
on the bum 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 you know I can't even do it but beautiful hi-hat work Mr. Bonham okay well we've got that tucked in let's move on ahead to Kashmir the first American performance of this song it is good it hasn't come together as much as it would, as it will. I think Jimmy's playing with the Les Paul, which I love, over the Dan Electro. But imagine being, you know, like a 15-year-old kid in the audience. You know, maybe fucked up a little on Boone's Farm and some uh, horrible, horrible weed. Or whatever, pills or whatever. Or not even fucked up, just at a concert. And hearing this for the first time. My goodness! My goodness. I would have loved it. But alas, no. I did get to see them in the 80s, individually. But, uh, you know, the firm is, uh, is no Led Zeppelin. And the Now and Zen Tour is no Led Zeppelin. And I never saw Jonesy, did I? No, I've never seen Jonesy. I've seen Jimmy with the firm. I've seen Jimmy solo. I've seen Robert solo twice. Twice. And I saw Page and Plant once, and I saw Jimmy Outrider. Um, all right. Who cares? <laughs> Cashmere, ladies and gentlemen. Ba-da-da, 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 ba-da-da. Kashmir, enjoy. Still the same show, January 18th, 1975, and I'll see you in about eight and a half minutes. Thank you. 
That was awesome. What a good song. My God. 75 was a good year. Is it? It wasn't the best year, but it was still awesome. You could see Zeppelin on the Physical Graffiti Tour. You could see Pink Floyd on the Wish You Were Here Tour. You could see Yes on the Relayer Tour, which is a bummer because I love Rick Wakeman and I would love to see him, but Patrick Moraz is no slouch. Oh, what else was there? The Stones? Eh. I, again, it, it, it's a matter of like the Rick Wakeman thing. I would love to see, I would have loved to have seen the Stones with Mick Taylor. 73, 72 would have been awesome. Even 71 would have been great. Or 70 or 69. Any of the Mick Taylor stuff. 75, the Stones just had Ronnie Wood. But uh, Keith was uh, not the finest hour for the Stones. Uh, the 75 Stones tour, I think, if I remember correctly, is, is I don't know, it's hit, it's hit or miss. Anyway, you could go and see all those fuckers. Still, you'd be still seeing the Stones in the 70s. Jesus Christ. Floyd would have been good. That's, man. It's crazy. Sometimes you ever see, like, Dave Lewis, who um, publishes Type But Loose, the Led Zeppelin fanzine. And is basically the 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 avatar of all things Zeppelin. Um, on his Facebook page, he will post almost every day, if not every day, photos of uh, the concert listings from the music magazines from back in the day. So he's like, here's who was around in uh, May of 1976, or. October 1971 and it just shows you know like when you open up your newspaper and it has all the little ads for the clubs in town you could go see it and it's you know like Led Zeppelin, The Stones, Floyd The Who and just oh yeah you could see The Who in 75 too I think I think they toured in 75 if not they toured in 76 and again it would have been post peak but still Who with Keith Moon still great you know just like seeing Zeppelin in 75 is in many ways post-peak, but still amazing. And Floyd. I don't know. Floyd. I love Pink Floyd, but I haven't listened to them in a while. But when I do listen to them, I really love them. And I listen to them a lot. I mean, no lie. I think I went through high school at least my sophomore year listening to The Wall every day. On vinyl. <laughs> Good times. All right. Here comes the spiel portion of the show. I'll get through it quick, but it has to happen. Um, first of all, guys, if you would, please leave me a review on whatever podcast platform you're on. I know it's a pain in the ass. I know nobody wants to do it and nobody wants to type on a phone. I get it. I feel the same way. And... I don't leave reviews for the pot. I don't leave reviews for the podcasts I listen to, do I? I'm a hypocritical dick. I will leave a review for one podcast as soon as I finish this, because uh, you know you gotta you gotta walk the walk if you're gonna talk the talk. But uh, the reason for doing that is any review left, regardless of whether it's positive or negative, increases the relevance of my podcast in the eyes. Of the podcast algorithms. 
So it will be seen as having more interaction with its you know, listener base and therefore be deemed more relevant. So when someone searches for Led Zeppelin, say, when I first started the podcast, I didn't come up at all. Now I do, uh, not as quickly and as high as I would like to, but you know, um, it helps. It helps people find me. It helps me show up more in suggested listings. It helps. And like I said, it helps people if they're, if they're searching for music podcast, classic rock podcast, live music podcast, something like that. All those tangential associated keywords You know, they'll have a better chance of finding me. It helps the podcast. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, It does take a little bit of time, but it really makes a tangible difference to the podcast and myself. So if you would take that time, I would deeply appreciate it. And um, all right. Where? Well, you can find me. Sorry, I'm so not in the flow it's like I said, it's, it's, it's been a week. It's been very, very busy, had a little bit of heartbreak, etc. you know, but uh, no, no country music. There will be uh, there will be whiskey and uh, sad songs this weekend. And then you get on with life. What am I going to say? Oh, yes, you can find me on YouTube. As Heart of Markness, Twitter, Heart of Markness, Facebook, Heart of Markness, see the trend. Heartofmarkness.com is where you will find the, you can find this entire concert, this entire tape you can download for free there. I got the tape for free. This recording is distributed for free. And one of the hubs from which you can download it is Heartofmarkness.com. While you are there, you will see a banner ad for my Patreon. If you like what I do and you like how I do it and you're of the means and a mind to help support it materially, you're invited to go to patreon.com slash heart of Markness, see what's there for you. And, ooh, I'll read your name if you're a patron every week, unless you don't want me to. One person did not want me to, which was a super duper bummer. Because it was a holy shit, well, it was a name you would recognize. Not a Zeppelin name, but just another. Anyway, a laurel and hearty handshake goes out to these titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of Markness. Thank you to Knegern, Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne... I was going to read the rest of your name, but then I realized I shouldn't do that. So just Wayne. <laughs> Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David. Nice mixtape, David. David put a picture of his uh, an old tape he made back in the 90s of various like performances of Kashmir through the years. Like set the studio version, 77 version, page plant version. And it was just, oh, brings me right back. When you made tapes, were you like a Maxell or a TDK person? I was Maxell, XL2Ss and XL2s when I was making mixtapes and recording stuff. Um, I did get into Denon when I got a Denon tape deck. That thing was fucking great. Oh my God, I missed that tape deck. It was so good. 
it would set the bias. It would tweak and, and calibrate the bias all by itself. And then I used Denon tapes with that because the Denon tapes on the Denon rig really did sing. But um, my favorite cassette of all time was the Sony metal tape, the one with the ceramic shell. Weighed like half a pound, like it had significant weight. Oh my God, that was good. You could crank the levels up so high on that. I, I miss those days. I understood the technology back then. I was good. I was good at recording. I was good at getting optimal quality out of stuff. <sighs> Whatever. Ever onward, right? You got to keep growing or you get old. What else am I doing? Did I did I mention everybody or did I? Pu- I did. Fucking A. I'm sorry, guys. Scattered is the word. David, who put the mixtape up. Hey, man, thanks for doing that. Mark, who commented on the mixtape. Other David, who was suspiciously absent from the conversation. Bonzo Billy, and of course, Mimo. Shout out to patron emeritus Jeremy, who provided the micro- microphone through which I'm speaking to you. And Avi of the Raven Avatar, longtime patron but patron no longer, but patron in my heart. Uh, same thing for Peter. Hope you're doing all right, man. Okie dokie. And Evan, the youth in high school. Holy shit. It never ends. These are the titans upon whose shoulders rest the heart of Markness. And here endeth the lesson. We shall move on now with a very, very good kick-ass, I would even say. Performance of No Quarter. You know, the 1975 No Quarters are really starting to grow on me. Man. I do love the nice, short, truncated Copenhagen 79 on the 24th, like nine minutes long, 13 minutes, whatever it is. It's not, it's manageable. So tight. But yeah, you're going to enjoy this. I hope you enjoyed this whole thing. All right. No Quarter, ladies and gentlemen, opening night of the U.S. Tour. 1975, Led Zeppelin, Earth.
Hey, now.
And there you have it. A lovely rendition of No Quarter. Man, I cannot wait to hear the soundboard when it eventually weasels its way out. Holy shit. And then throw the soundboard on top of this to add a little bit of ambiance. My goodness. And this was all done with a handheld monophonic tape recorder. You know, not high fidelity, not a rig like Mike Millard, not a professional taping rig, not even stereo. Just like the one your dad had, the rectangular one with the handle, like something that uh, Mr. Brady on the Brady Bunch would use to uh, dictate his notes into. Craziness. Some fucking kid brought that to a concert almost half a century ago. 
And uh, here it is. I love that. All right, friendos. I will probably do a podcast this weekend. Yeah. I will probably do a classic rock podcast this weekend or something. I have I have weird ones. I've got James Taylor. I've got Joni Mitchell, but the Joni Mitchell has Jaco Pastorius and, and this incredible backing band. But I know nothing of Joni Mitchell other than uh, her appearance in The Last Waltz. And, you know, Life is just a I think she sang that song and uh, Parking Lot. Pay paradise, put up a parking lot. So not, you know, that's about it. I know she's a genius. It's just, you know, well, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe I'll do that. Or I have a whole bunch of things. I have an Aerosmith show from 75. I should. I should. All right, you'll probably hear from me this weekend. If not, it'll be next Thursday with more Led Zeppelin madness, 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 madness. So be good to yourselves and each other. And thank you very very much for listening.